morning, everyone. In our Byzantine Melkite tradition, we not only celebrate the time of the fast, which prepares us for Holy Week, which prepares us for Easter, we also have a few weeks in preparation for those preparations. The two weeks before the beginning of the great fast are called meat fair and cheese fair, in which we gradually prepare ourselves to remove the meat and remove the cheese off our tables. So it's a farewell to meat and a farewell to cheese. And then we have two weeks prior to those two weeks to prepare us for the theme of repentance um, that we are beginning on. And so last week we had the Sunday of the Pharisee and the publican. Reminder to pray, reminder to be humble. And today is the Sunday of the prodigal son. This is perhaps one of the most famous and touching gospels in, uh, and parables that Jesus gave. In 1669, the Dutch painter Rembrandt produced one of his last oil paintings based on today's gospel, and it became one of his most famous works. This painting shows the son kneeling in front of the father who embraces him with two hands. A unique feature of these hands is that one is a fatherly hand and the other is a motherly one to symbolize the tension between justice and mercy that parents always try to find a balance within the family. Today's parable demonstrates how difficult it is to live this balance. In the first part of today's parable, one of the two sons wants to leave the family home. In addition to this tension of separation from his father and brother, the son also demands his share of the inheritance which he would have received when the father died. Therefore, the pain the father experiences is the loss of his son, but also the pain of the son treating his father as if the father were already dead. Despite the absence of any mention of why the son wanted to leave the father and demand his independence, this story resonates with all families because within every family there is always a desire for some level of independence between couples, between siblings, or between parents and their children. However, we cannot have it both ways. We cannot live in a family, receive the blessings of family life, and at the same time want full independence. Family life is about a healthy dependence and perhaps codependence. Parents and children depend on each other for happiness and support. And this grows when there is a high level of trust and love within a family. Dependence may not be an appreciated word today. In fact, it's probably a bad word for a lot of people to say that you are dependent on someone. But healthy families celebrate when there is healthy dependence. However, in addition to a parable about the importance of faithfulness, love, forgiveness, and mercy in family life, this parable is also about our place in God's house as his beloved and 
faithful children. Today we can reflect on how responsible and appreciative we are of our family, and we can reflect on our place in the family of God, which is the church. Just as the father had two sons who had a different attitude about the father, the church is very much the same. Everyone in the church knows there is a God, but not everyone responds to God's gifts in the same way. We are in a world that rightly, repeatedly, and constantly emphasizes equality. This is an important principle because a short person should not have more or less rights than someone who is tall. A person who graduates from university does not get more votes than someone who did not. So on that front, equality is very important and an essential aspect of our society. Even in the church, we emphasize equality between all members. In our Melchi Catholic Church, we give communion to infants right after their baptism to emphasize that even children are equal members of the church. However, there is one important oversight when we emphasize equality, both at home, at work, in our country, or in the church. Today's parable demonstrates the actions of two sons who were equal in their father's eyes. The father did not prefer one to the other, and both had the same family privileges. Therefore, from this angle, they were both equal in their father's eyes, and we too are all equal in God's eyes. Although the two sons were equal in dignity and importance in the eyes of the father, the sons were not equal in their attitude and in their actions. One was faithful, and the other was rebellious. One produced, and the other was wasteful. Our role in the church is very similar. We are all absolutely equal in God's eyes because he created every single one of us in his image and likeness. God does not love one person more than the other. He created us all in unique ways and with unique talents. And when we appreciate how creative God is in creating us, we can also appreciate our unique contributions and how we can contribute to society in so many ways. However, not everyone responds to those gifts equally. Not everyone responds to God's love equally. And not everyone responds to the needs of others equally. And not everyone contributes to the family equally, although they are equal members. Everyone who works in a company may show up, but not everyone contributes their gifts equally. Everyone who lives in a house is breathing the same air, but not everyone in the home shares their gifts equally. Everyone who is Catholic was baptized, but not everyone is living his or her faith. One of the many lessons we can learn from today's gospel is to appreciate how we are contributing to our environment regardless of where that may be, at work, at school, at home, at society, or in the church. Although we are equally important as parents, children, students, or citizens, 
Are we just hanging out or are we fulfilling our potential as a member of our family or society or church? Also equally important is our presence here at church. Although we are here in church, it does not mean that we are all in the Father's house in the same way. One of the things we can focus on today is our spiritual response to God's love for us. Are we here only in body? Maybe thinking of something else. Or are we fully engaged with our prayers, with ourselves, with our repentance, with an element of growth in our faith? Are we joyfully responding to the gifts that God gives us every single day as a result of this time of quiet and reflection? Are we just here because we are here? Or have we made an active decision to follow Christ in the things we do, in the things we say, in the things we watch, in the, in the groups that we have around us? The son in the parable was in the father's house but was not a responsible member of his father's house. Our journey of faith is very similar. Through baptism, we enter the father's house, but how engaged are we in our father's house? Our challenge today is twofold. One is to realize that we are in the father's house and ask ourselves what God is saying to us. And two, what are we saying to our Heavenly Father by our words, actions, and by the way we live? The parables of Jesus help us learn important religious and life lessons. Today's parable challenges us to be active members of our family, of our church, and of our society. The balance between justice and mercy is not always easy to find. Justice encourages us to be responsible. Mercy helps us forgive when we or those around us fall short. When the Dutch painter Rembrandt painted the picture of the embrace between the father and the son, he painted the father to have one fatherly hand for justice and one motherly hand for mercy. And today our Heavenly Father invites us to look at the many daily spiritual blessings he, give us, he gives us to accept God's mercy, but also to live justly in our life. Although God is merciful, when we fall short, he wants us to live justice by thinking of our responsibilities to him, to ourselves, and to those around us. This is the joy and the beauty of living in the Father's house.